Hey, podcast people, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. Hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Tuesday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. This is going to be a little bit of a different podcast. Rather, it's going to be actually kind of similar as normal, but the difference is that I'm actually recording in just like seven seconds here uh, an episode of Azrin's Journal on my YouTube channel. So Azrin's Journal, if you don't follow my YouTube channel, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a reasonably regular video that I record. I've made 78 of them so far, 77 of them, excuse me, so far, where I talk about just my personal language learning journey and uh, give some language learning tips. So it's it's kind of like the podcast in many ways, but kind of in video form and I approach it slightly differently. So I'm gonna be recording that and I've got some things I really wanted to share. So um, let's, uh, let's jump into that. I'm gonna start the recording on YouTube and uh, you'll get to hear me record that. So here we go. It's loading, loading, loading. Okay. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. Hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday afternoon. Uh, welcome to another episode of Azrin's Journal. This is number 78. Uh, if you're new to the segment on my YouTube channel, this is the segment where I talk about my personal language learning journey and, of course, give you guys a whole bunch of different language learning tips. This time around, I, I'm like 99% sure that there aren't going to be any live viewers because I've set this as private and I'm just going to upload it later because I literally just finished recording the Tuesday Talks with Azrin, which is every Tuesday at 12 o'clock. And so I didn't want to upload two videos literally right back to back. And so maybe this one will be uploaded in like one or two days or three days or something like that. And so this one I've just set as private, which typically is not the case. Um, I've got a few things that are on my mind today, YouTube. Uh, the, the biggest thing is what it really takes to become to become fluent. Oh, everybody's up to hang on. The doorbell rang. So one moment here. Back in a sec. <laughs> All right. And we're back. Sorry. The, uh, the doorbell rang and we're expecting a few deliveries this week. And at the same time, we're also expecting someone to come pick something up off our doorstep. And so we don't want to... When, when there's a delivery, I've got to get it in the house immediately in case the person picking something up takes one of our deliveries by mistake. So just want to go grab that delivery in the house. Anyway, so I've got a few things uh, that are on my mind that I think it's, it's that I really would like to talk about today, um, which is what it really takes to become really good at something. You know, I was thinking about it. I actually wonder if a lot, if, if, if I wonder if there's, if there are, how do I even say this? I wonder if a lot of people, if maybe the majority of people or a good percentage of people are not incredibly good at one thing, meaning they don't have a skill that they can look themselves in the mirror and say, wow, I'm really good at that skill. For example, a professional athlete can easily look themselves in the mirror and say, I'm really good at my sport or a professional, any professional in any activity can look themselves in the mirror and say, I'm really good. I'm better than most people at such and such skill. Or even maybe, maybe even in school, like maybe there's something that if you were like always super, like if you were amazingly good at math, actually that's not really the right analogy, but still, if you're amazingly good at math, you might've been able to look yourself in the mirror and say, wow, I'm really, really good at math. 
And I'll be honest, the math example is actually a bad example because a lot of people are just good at stuff in school. Often it just came natural. It's not, some, it's not something they worked at. But for most skills, language, sports, um, you know, uh, language, sports, what else? Music would be another one, music. Most skills, even if you had a certain amount of natural talent, quote unquote, and it came natural to you, the reality is that most of the time it took it takes an ungodly amount of effort and practice and work and and yeah effort practice and work to, to be able to be become really really good at something and i was thinking i wonder if a good percentage of people are not actually really really good and have worked to become really really good at anything and that's not necessarily a bad thing i don't say it in a negative way right but I wonder that because when a lot of people go into learning a language, they don't, their brain, a lot of people just don't realize just how much time is required in order to become super good at the language. And whenever I share something like, hey, it takes, it's going to take you hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of hours, maybe even thousands of hours if you really want to get to a strong, fluent, fluent, fluent kind of level it's likely, it might, it's likely even going to take you hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands, maybe even thousands of hours. And most of the time when I share that, people go, whoa, I, I really, I didn't, why is that? Like, wow, is it really that difficult? And I was thinking like anything is that way though. Anytime you want to become really good at something, not just adequate, not like you can get by, but really good. If you want to be really good at something, it generally speaking is going to take you hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands of hours to become really good at something. Does that make sense? Like, here's where I was thinking of it. It made myself, made me chuckle actually. You know, I was thinking about how I'm really good at different languages. I was thinking about it. And I was thinking about, um, I was thinking at the same time in my head, I was thinking like, man, I wish I was in, I wish I was in better shape. Like I'm not really fat or I'm not really super unhealthy, but I wish, I was thinking, I wish I was better at, like I wish I, I was more flexible and more nimble. I wish my back were more flexible. I wish I had less knots in my back. I wish I could, you know, I wish I had better gross motor skills. I wish I was more able with my body. I wish I could, I was thinking about that. And I was like, man, it's been, since 2016, I've been actively trying to become healthier. I was like, oh my God, it's been four years now, almost five years. And I have made a lot of progress for sure. I've definitely made a lot of progress. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, wait a second, Nazarin. It's been five years and you have taken a lot of steps. But if you look at, for example, flexibility, like, or my, like, let's say fitness, not health and nutrition, but let's say fitness. When I look at my fitness, have I, have I, how many hours have I put in? How many hours of research and also doing exercise and stuff? How many hours have I actually put in over five years or four or five years? The answer is, not enough, especially initially, because I wasn't focused on my fitness initially. That was not an initial focus of mine back in 2016. I started with nutrition, then I went to fitness. And, you know, when I look at how many hours I've put in, I was like, have I even put in 500 hours? I don't think so. I, d I don't know how many hours it has been, but I don't think I've even done 500. Even 200 might be a stretch. 250, like, not a lot. And I was like, man, oh man, if I wanted, if someone came to me and they're like, man, I'm, I wish I was better at French or Spanish or English. 
and we kind of talked about it and they're like yeah i've put in about 200 hours 250 200 150 you know 100 to, let's say 150 to 250 hours i'd be like oh you just you've just started you've just started like you're of course you're not better like you're you've learned a lot just like me i've gotten better at certain things like i have i'm in way better health and shape and whatnot than i was in 2016. i'm in generally much in better shape and in a better place but i'm nowhere near like really good i'm nowhere near really fit or really in good shape or really flexible heck i'm not even like adequately i mean I'm, i guess i'm not terribly unflexible but you know, I'm not great. Just like someone who studied a language for 250 hours is probably not great. They might be okay, but they're not going to be great. So that's, you know, it's important. It's, this is an important conversation. It's an important, I talk about patience. Like this is not new. I've talked about this before, like, but I, I'm framing it differently today. Normally I just say be patient. Well, it's not just patient. It's understanding that every, like, oh, every if you want to be really good at something it takes hundreds upon like it takes thousands of hours maybe even hundreds maybe depending on the skill depending on the person but but very possibly thousands it takes me thousands for languages to become really good when people look at my french and my spanish heck even my gujarati nowadays my gujarati is really starting to click man but it's been thousands like even like Gujarati, literally in India in two months alone, I'd done roughly, let me do the math here, like 36 hours a week times seven weeks. And that's like just active class study, like classroom with a private teacher. So 36 times seven weeks, that's 252 hours right there, boom. Plus the all the other practice I was, I was doing since I was in India. So I don't know what that, like, I don't even know what that is. Like, do I double that number? Do I, do I add like, is it 400 hours, 500 hours, just in a couple of months? And that was two years ago. I've still been working at the language. Now granted, not as intensively, but right. Plus all the stuff growing up in Gujarati. Like I've really put in a lot of time over a thousand hours easy. And I'm, I'm still going to keep doing more Mandarin. Same thing. How many hours have I put into Mandarin? Not thousands. I don't think so. I wouldn't say thousands, but hundreds for sure. Like. Maybe even 1,000 if I took really, I'd have to, I should actually look at it, but like definitely hundreds and I'm pretty darn good at Mandarin. I've got a long way to go, obviously, but I'm pretty darn good. Like when people look at my Mandarin, that's kind of probably the Mandarin level that they'd want to get to. Like when people think about fluency, that's a good way to view this. When people think about fluency in another language, a good percentage of people probably view fluency um, as in achieving the level of Mandarin that I have or a level of Gujarati that I have. Where in a regular, if you throw a Gujarati person or a Chinese person in front of me, I'm not. We're not gonna have any problems. We're gonna be just fine. We're we're not gonna have any major problems. Yeah, sometimes there's a word I might not understand, but we're gonna be just fine. And that's generally people want. Some people want higher, but and it's been hundreds, maybe maybe a thousand hours, maybe to get there. And I and I'm like language learning is my thing. So to become great at something, it takes a long time. It really does. And you know, I, I don't, I, I, I've actually, I'll, maybe I'll wrap up with this. I legitimately wonder if people don't have the personal experience of becoming great at something. Because the second you've become great at something and you've become really good at something and you understand from your own personal experience how much effort time, effort and time it took, you know, you, you really have, you understand when you go learn something else that, okay, 
if learning that language took me, or if becoming this fit took me, has taken me a thousand hours or thousands of hours, and I'm trying to achieve something like a similar level of success in a language, oh, it's gonna take me a similar amount of effort and it puts things in perspective. And yeah, a student made a comment to me the other day, like, I hope it doesn't take me five more years to get, you know, more comfortable in French. And I was like, you know, depends on depends on your definition of more comfortable. Like it might take you another five years. I wouldn't be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked at all. Would not be shocked if it took another five years. Not at all surprised. So anyway, let's wrap this up here. That's kind of my journal for today. I don't really have. Oh, I do have one more thing I want to share. This is so random. I'm going to pull it up on my phone here. <laughs> this is the most random thing ever. I was, my, my best friend is moving and uh, I was helping him pack away some stuff. And um, I'm going to post some of this to Instagram. I posted one thing already. I'm going to post the rest later. Um, we found all like I've known the guy for like 16, 16 years. I've known him for a long time. We went to like junior high school together, high school. We've been friends for a long time, helping him pack away some of his stuff for his move. <clears throat> And check this out. So I come across all this old stuff that we'd both like used back in high school and junior high. So like grade seven, in grade seven, we did this comic book project. And I'm going to read you this comic. It's really short. I'm going to read it to you. Go to my Instagram. I've already posted it. If you want to kind of see the whole thing. Um, one second here. Let me, uh, let me pull this out. Um, here we go. Polly Carson spots a crop circle in Alton Barnes, Wiltshire, 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 UK by Sam and Azrin. And uh, yeah, Polly Carson had a farm, Polly Carson had a farm, E-I-E-I-O, and on her farm, she had a crop circle. And then she calls, she decided to call Andrew Collins. Hello, Andrew Collins. My name is Polly Carson. I have a crop circle in my field. Please come over. Polly was shocked to see Andrew so happy. She was also happy to learn so much about this crop circle. Andrew Carson says, there's rectangles, keys, internal angles. It looks like a different language. Then in the next scene, the media came to interview Polly. Polly explained more about the crop circle. I found a pictogram in my field. <laughs> That's what she says. She suggested we go inside. Then, when they got inside, they saw an alien on the TV. Hello, Polly. I'm an alien. I'm responsible for your crop circle. We aliens are making crop circles because we want to show you that you are not taking care of the earth. Polly says, how can we take, care, take more care of the earth? Here's the best part. Well, there are a few things you could do. One thing is that you could use more natural resources of energy. Some, uh, for example, solar power, Solar power powered cars. Yep, solar power powered cars. Solar power powered cars. I, I wrote it twice. The end. <laughs> so I posted that because we came across that at my <laughs> came across that at uh, at uh, at my friend's house. The other thing here, I'll read this to you too. This one's not as funny, but it's just interesting. Um, we went to Germany way back in two thousand nine. It looks like with our with our school band. I used to play the trumpet. And uh, we got this little like booklet. Maybe I'll even show it to YouTube people. I'll post it to, I'll post it to Instagram, but I'll show you here. And in the back of the book, there's like these basic phrases in German and like words and phrases that we can use. 
And then there's even like a pronunciation guide that our that our teacher made for us. So he's like, pronunciation guide, CH in German, a soft sound made in the very back of the throat, like the sound at the end of the Scottish word lock. And he gave milk as an example, right? SCH, always pronounce S, always pronounce SH as in the English word ship. W, pronounced like an English V. V, pronounced like an English F. G, usually pronounced as in the English word get. Uh, anyway, and there's like all these different like pronunciation guides and phrases and like my friend and I, like we, I wasn't super into languages yet at this time, but clearly there is this kind of in me because like, um, and actually I, I was pretty into languages, but I wasn't like super into it like I am today. And like, I remember my friend and I, we would look at these German phrases and we would try to like piece together what different words meant in the, in the, in the phrases. So like there's, um, let me see what there is here. So there's like, uh, wie bitte, right? Like wie bitte, for example. So we're like, okay, that it says wie bitte, pardon me. So wie must mean pardon and bitte must mean me. It must mean me. And we kind of like try to piece it together and then we try and form our own sentences. And like, we try to like, I remember this one time we like went to go get, we went to go get a, a cheese, my friend, desperately wanted to buy Parmesan cheese. I don't know why, Amjad, you're crazy. You are a crazy human. He was like desperate for it. So we're like, we're trying to, we're trying to like ask around and like figure out where to find a, like a cheese shop. And we're trying to like use our basic phrases to form the sentence, where do you buy cheese? And we're asking random German stuff. And they're like looking at us like, where do we go? And we're kind of like, they're pointing us in the right directions. And like, we finally get there. And then the whole bus was waiting for us because it took us forever to find this cheese and the bus with all the, teachers and kids they wanted to leave but we weren't on the bus so they couldn't leave so we finally run back we make it back our teacher's like where the heck were you guys what were you doing and my friend's like he holds up his parmesan cheese he's like i was buying cheese and my teacher's like mr Wilms is like just get on the bus <laughs> so we found that book we found all sorts of really interesting things so anyway let's wrap this up here uh thank you for um Thank you for uh, watching this, everybody, slash listening if you're on the podcast. And um, yeah, I suppose we'll talk later. Bye for now. See you.